Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk. Sebo in the house. Debo in the house. It's a victory Monday, people. I mean, we've uh, ten times this year we've done this. I, I said to, I said to somebody today, I don't know how to act. Yeah, I don't know how to act. The Buffalo Bills are playing so well. Well, but before getting, we do that, well, it's getting crazy because you're you're talking about maybe we're going to have a victory Sunday next week because we got Packers and Bills both on. I mean, the only like, time we might not have one is when the Bills and Packers play in the Super Bowl. Easy does it, but like I and I and I should know this, but it's almost like the Bills and Packers have won every week. Like uh, we, they both won every week that, that we've done this. Like it hasn't it hasn't often happened too often where like you won and I didn't. It's just weird. It's yeah. weird. It's a weird season, and I'm feeling it. I'm digging it. I love it. I just don't know how to handle it. Oh, it's 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 been fun so far. All right, what are you drinking? I am drinking from Progression Brewery, uh, Evolve. It's a nice double New England IPA, uh, 8% on the uh, alcohol percentage and a nice color. And Oof. It's good too. Yeah. And I am drinking a New City Brewery Mule. Okay. Now, I'm mixing it up. I know usually, the, I mean, this is the color. I got the ice in there. It's a, it's a carbonated drink. It's a little different. I'm, I'm just going to do this real quick. Look, hard ginger beer with fresh lime. Just yeah. the right kick. Kate has had one of those. So I, I have seen that before. I never had one before. We're going to give it a try right now. I like it. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Like Hold that. on. All right. Yeah, you start talking about the Packers. I'm gonna start in on this on this drink. All right. Well, don't finish it too quickly. No, 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 no. We won't do that. We won't do that. All right. So, just another solid win for the Packers. Yeah, I mean, they're the Lions, so I'm a little disappointed that it was that close. But you know, without Galladay, but a win, a, a win's a win. Mason Crosby just dead nuts on a 58-yard field goal. Fantastic kick. Dead That's nuts. Fun. I mean, best part was, I mean, it was supposed to be a 53-yarder, and then we decided to uh, – it was either a false start or or a, a delay a game, and, like, seriously, come on. So uh, – but he kicked the 58-yarder. I was surprised that they did that after the, the penalty. But, man, you, you think about this, 2016 when he had the yips, and he literally – I think he missed, like, five field goals against the Lions, and I was like – Time to go. And McCarthy, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that he did is he stood stood by Crosby and he's been he's been just money his whole career yeah. for the that one year where he really struggled. You know, you know, I'm talking about um talking about staying with someone. So I'm gonna this is gonna be crazy for me to say, but MBS is showing how talented this guy is. Now, but I, will he make some silly drops? Yes. But guess what? He's only played 45 games so far. He has better stats than Jordy Nelson did in his first 45 games. And he's playing, playing better than Devontae Adams did in the first two years of Devontae Adams' career. And look at what Jordy and Devontae did. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're are, talking, you, right, are you putting him above Devontae Adams right now? No, 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 no. I am not doing that. What I'm saying is he I, – I, I said it with Devontae Adams – this guy is not the deal. He Jordy went down and he couldn't he couldn't catch anything. He I think he had like 600 yards and he was supposed to be our number one receiver. And I was like, well, he stinks. And then the next year he went for a thousand and twelve. And then he's been basically double digit touchdowns ever since. Mm-hmm. 
I've been wanting weapons and that's why I have been very impatient. And you know what? I'm glad that I'm not a coach because my ass would have been like, you're gone. <laughs> He's there. I mean, or at least I mean, you would have brought somebody else in, right? Like you would, I mean, yes. now, I mean, they did Devin Funches. Um, <laughs> did you see the catch he made the back shoulder ridiculous? Yeah. I mean, back shoulder end zone guy draped all over him. You know, the one where he kept, no, this is a positive talk about MVS. I love it. Um, not much more I can say other than the defense and special teams is still is going to continue being the, the talking point of this team. No, they got four sacks, no turnovers, though. Um, and then they let up a 71 yard return again. They had a touchdown a couple weeks ago. If Mason Crosby doesn't get in the way, then, you know, that's another touchdown. Yeah. But guess what? Division champs, number one seed wrapped up, uh, not wrapped up. I'm sorry. Division wrapped up. Number one seed, all they have to do is win the next three and they're in as a number one seed. I love it. I, I feel better this year about this team than I did last year about the 13 and three team. Well, and I'll say this on MVS. You're right to criticize him because he has been bad and he has had a lot of drops. But one of the things about being a perennial winner, which I'm, I'm not used to that with the Bills, and we'll get to that in a minute. One of the things about it is that you don't have time to wait for people to develop. And I was thinking about this watching the game Thursday night when they were listening to all the, the failed Patriots wide receivers and how most of the people they've drafted since 2016 are out of the NFL. Like They don't have time to develop wide receivers. If you're not going to catch the ball, they got to find somebody who will because they're trying to win Super Bowls. And, that, and, and to some extent, that's exactly – the Packers do it a little differently, but it's the same thing. Like You're looking to win 13 games a season, not wait for MVS to figure out how to catch the ball. Yep. But, I mean, he's with, with the ones he shouldn't catch, he's catching. And it, so it's eventually going to, it's eventually going to come. I was watching a special James or something on, on uh, Reddit and James Jones was just answering questions. And someone was like, Hey, the first two years of your career, you couldn't catch a damn thing. And he was like, my coach pulled me over and was, my my college coach called me and was like, get out of your own head. And sometimes that's all it takes. So, you know, that also helped me say, you know, let's, he's doing fine. Like yeah, he's doing really well. So let's just keep going with it. Yeah. And I'll say this, one of the best things that happened last night was Deontay Johnson dropping a couple balls early because they benched him for the whole game. And when he came back, he freaked Tredavious White. So like, you know what, sometimes the drops are good for your, your team when they're on the other team. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll say this about the bills. These last two weeks in prime time, it's just been fun to see them like, like, they're, like come about like they're, they're, I, I said it at the open. I don't know how to act. I don't know how to act because they're a really good football team. And it's been a long time since they've been a really good football team and they act like a really good football team. Like last night, the big, that first quarter was a dud. Nobody yeah. was moving the ball. Defenses were, were dominating. Couldn't really figure it out. You sent this lame-ass text to me about, you know, the Bills being on the struggle bus. Uh, obviously, you weren't watching the same game as I was. But, no, you were right. They, that first quarter was awful, and they started giving the ball away. And then they just figured it out. Yep. Offensively, defensively, they figured it out, and they, they put it to the Steelers last night. Yeah, they did. Like, absolutely put it to the Steelers. Defensively, they're, they're, if, they're, if they can stay healthy, they're going to be a good defense. Josh Allen has the confidence now to kind of weather those those – early game jitters or, or, you know, where, where a team is, where he's trying to figure out a team. He's also starting to throw the ball away a little bit. 
you know, he had one interception and one kind of interception, but it was really a fumble last night. But even the interception, he got hit. It wasn't like he just threw it to the other team. He actually got – his arm got hit. So, like, I don't know. He's, Didn't it he's, come up off a player, too? That like, – that it was the like, second one was like – the second one I think is more of a fumble than an interception, but I don't, I don't know, but he's growing up and like his confidence is through the roof and, and to see him playing like that. And then to have somebody like Stefan Diggs, who is the best player on the field every time he's on the field and it's not even close is ridiculous. There's no reason that guy should be that open time after time after time. And yet he gets open yards after catch opens up the rest of the field and then everybody else is making plays. Man, it just shows like how bad Kirk Cousins is. Like, because this guy was open all the time, <laughs> and he couldn't. Like, he should have been doing what he's doing now. And well, I think I think their offense is their offensive scheme is really good. Allen is playing really well, and you know, let's not forget like Cole Beasley's a really good asset to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the kind of guy that does all those little things. I mean, you think about the, those Patriots offenses with Welker and, and even with Edelman, like those guys being able to run those routes and get open all the time opens it up for other people. And again, you can't play man-to-man on Stefan Diggs and Colby's. You just can't. They're going to get open. And so if you try to play zone, you're going to give Josh Allen enough time. And again, the, the Steelers were coming last night. They were literally blitzing like every play. But once they kind of tweaked at halftime, they added another tight end, got a little bit more blocking, and it was over. And they were off to the races. And then the pick six, interception late in the game. The any, team is uh, on point right now. Any concern about the running game? I know I know it's not. No, because. It, I mean, eventually you're going to get some Buffalo weather, and you're going to have to run the ball. So that's a little. Yes, um, yes. But I'll say this. Dabble, the offensive coordinator, clearly is scheming for the teams that he's playing. It was, a co- it was only a couple of weeks ago where they came out and ran the ball the entire game. Oh, against the Chiefs. Right? Yeah. And I think the reality is the Steelers are really good against the run. They were blitzing a lot. And unless you've got some run plays that are going to account for the blitz, you can't just hand the ball off and, and into a blitz and get to So they were doing kind of those, like, delay kind of run off to the side handoffs where, like, basically open up a couple holes. They started doing that in the second half. I'm not concerned about the running game. If they're going to keep scoring points and keep making plays, I'm not. I mean, when they come out and they go five wide, I don't think it's because they don't want to run the ball. I think they think that's the best way to get down the field. And so I'm going to trust Dabble as long as I can because the guy is is just cooking right now. He's absolutely cooking. And the adjustments they made at halftime opened up that game, and they were rolling. Yeah, I mean, I I know we're talking Bills here, but, and um, you know, we have an NFL – conversation coming up but it's just, it's crazy how many drops the pittsburgh steelers have like for for how talented those receivers are supposed to be like everyone's dropping the ball and it's now making mm-hmm. juju look fantastic because he's pretty much the mm-hmm. one they can catch right now mm-hmm. he's really good by the way yeah like i don't know why they don't just like try to get it to him all the time because that guy he can go but you know what it's interesting i thought collinsworth was like very astute last night where he was pointing out they don't do play action um, and they don't do anything where like Ben runs and so, and they don't throw the ball deep. Right. So their offense is really confined to like a small space. And like, if, if, if they, if those wide receivers can catch the ball and get yards after catch, great. But if not, 
you're screwed. And they couldn't run the ball last night. The Bills defense is so much better against the run than they were just a couple weeks ago. And there just no, there was nowhere for them to go. Well, I mean, Pittsburgh hasn't run the ball well since like week three. So, right. uh, and if they don't figure that out, I mean, like you said, they're not doing any type of play action. And if you're not doing play action in this league, you're, you're, you're not going to win many games. And right. you, you even have to have some kind of semblance of a running game to win. especially Yeah. yeah. And I'll just say this about the bills four and zero in the division seven and two in the conference. They've had a pretty tough schedule so far Yeah, and they've handled it well. And I don't know, man, like I'm just head down and keep it moving. We got three games to go three. We got the Broncos. We got the Patriots. We got the Dolphins. Those are in theory, three winnable games. You got, you need one more to get the division. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's yeah, go. I mean, it's crazy. Cause preseason, I, I, I think my question to you is, are you worried about the schedule? And they've come through it pretty cleanly. I mean, they've got, they've got, you know, they, I mean, the, the Niners aren't as good as they were supposed to be. Right. The Jets were even worse than they were supposed to be. Um, Patriots, you know, I think that's kind of what we thought they were going to be. But like, but they've still, you know, Chiefs, Rams, Steelers, Seahawks. Car- I mean, they, they, I went through and looked like most of the teams they played have a winning record. And like, not just like a seven and six Cardinals record, but like nine and four, nine and four, eight and five, like. Titans, like they played some good teams. Yep. I can't be mad, man. All right, let's move on to quick hits. I'm just going to hit you with this real quick. I said it last week, and it's the truth. Jalen Hurts has ended Carson Wentz's career as an eagle. It's over, man. It's done. Yeah, yeah, it's it's done. It's done. I, 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 hold on. I just want to say this. I read some stories during the week about how the Eagles were, you know, they were committed to him. They were sticking with him. You can't, you can't now, right? It's over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you go out and beat the, the previous number one seed in the NFC and, you know, you know, Which, by the way, that don't make no damn sense. That don't make any sense. Yeah, no. Yeah. A, a four and eight team go out and beat a, a team like the saints. And I know the saints have Taysom Hill, but I mean, we, we four, but a four and eight team with a, with a rookie quarterback who went like six of 20 last week. Yeah. I mean, he. I. They look good. I mean, they're the team. You picked them to win this division. If if they're not they wrong, stink. So like, they talked about it in the. Um, they talked about it on on air. How and I said it last week. Hertz can get out of the pocket. The offensive line still stinks. Like it is a terrible offensive line because he can get out of the pocket and get to the side. Now is he gonna is he gonna be your you know, your Rogers, your Mahomes, probably not, but he can be a Lamar. He can be, can a, he be a Kyler Murray, he can can he? Kyler Murray. And that's right now that's good enough. If you're, if you're new to the league, because people aren't used to what this kid's going to bring. So right. I think it's awesome. I, I, I mean, I've, I read today, I think best landing spots for Carson Wentz next year for a trade. Like they're going to try to do it. Well, and, and here's the thing. When you have a bad offensive line, RPOs work. Yep. Right. Deception works. A quarterback that can move works. And I mean, Doug Peterson's got to save his job because that Super Bowl shine is wearing off. And if Hertz can get you, and again, we're, we're in a league now where RPO and, and mobile quarterbacks are the thing. I mean, some of the best, I mean, you know, Russell Wilson, not as much anymore, but they still do a little of it. Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, like, Lamar Jackson like these 
these are MVP folks yep. every year. So like, if you've got a guy that can do it and maybe Hertz isn't as good as them, right. but at least give him a shot, give him three, four games to figure it out. Because again, I don't know what they get for Carson Wentz for a trade, but they can probably get something. Yeah. You get some kind of draft pick, right? I mean, they're going to have to eat the salary. So might as well try to yeah. get some kind of draft pick out of it. So it, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, you, you think of all these rookie quarterbacks that were drafted and then you think about the quarterbacks that were there prior. I mean, Packers, it's working out really well because Rodgers was like, "No, nah, fuck you. I'm, I'm, right. I'm good. I'm, I'm going to play. And maybe that's what Philadelphia was hoping, that it was going to spark Wentz because while Wentz has been good, he hasn't been great. And they wanted to see if he's going to get pushed by that or if he's right. um, going to be what he Well, did. yeah. I mean, he's been good. He's had some injuries. But again, to your point, like, and I don't know what the landing spot said, but like, again, he's a good quarterback. He's a smart guy. The Patriots are going to need a quarterback just off the top of my head. The Jets are probably going to get the number one draft pick. We'll talk about them in a minute, but like, there's going to be some teams out there that are looking for a quarterback. I think so. I mean, you know, we. I mean, uh, Alex Smith. He came up a little lame. You know, it's the same leg that he broke, and it's be, you know they took the calf muscle from there and tried to repair some of the stuff. So like, it's a possibility that while he's there, that's another team that 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 could be looking for a quarterback because we saw <laughs> Haskins came in and did, and it he almost blew that game for the football team <laughs> like all right what you got for me what g- give me a hit man come on so that miami defense is kind of legit huh yeah i mean, they, I mean they, I... They, they, four turnovers against kansas city kept kept Tua in the game long enough for him to finally make some plays i mean did yep. you see that that xavian xavian howard pick that was like odell Ask, yeah. Let me go get yeah. them. It's, it's ridiculous how, how good they are. And they were down to their two starting linebackers. But it's crazy that they struggled against the Bengals. They should have, you know, they should have. Yeah, I, it's, it's I don't crazy. know. Like, sometimes you play up to your competition. And, and, and I'll say this about the Chiefs. And I, and I, and I heard this a couple of weeks ago, and it makes a lot of sense. And it reminds me of, like, what you said earlier about the Packers. And, like, you wish they'd blown out Denver or uh, Detroit. Teams that are good get bored and you don't want to give everything away against the Detroit Lions. You don't want to give everything away against Miami Dolphins, especially Miami Dolphins team that might make the playoffs and you might find yourself against in the second round. I assume the Chiefs are going to be the one seed. So yeah, you, you want to beat them, but like sometimes it's not going to be pretty. It, you know, we just assume good teams are just going to show up and blow teams out and it's yeah. just, you know, you know, whatever. But again, one, they get bored, and two, like their coaches don't want to give everything away against a, sh- a shitty team. Right. Right. Like you don't want to put it all out there against the, the Lions in a game that probably doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Yes, you'd love the one seed, but like you're still going to be able to, if you lose that game, you still have a chance at it anyway. Right. So, like, I, I feel like good on the, the Dolphins. They're deep. I mean, Flores is a good guy, he's a defensive guy. They got a ton of picks from, from the Tunsil trade. And, and they're going to keep reaping those benefits. They traded a bunch of guys away to get a bunch of picks. They got that first pick from the Steelers last year for Kirkpatrick and, and they've, they've retooled pretty quickly, man. If they can, if they can get like a healthy running back and cause they've had problems with the running backs all season. And then yep. you know, Mark Parker might be out Gasicki who might be out. So they're, they're down to nothing. So they're, they're really going to be struggling to uh, make this the playoff run be, with, I know, and it's tough for them, right? Because they're right there. They're right there. If they keep winning, they're in. But if you, you slip up these last couple of weeks, it could hurt. Yeah. 
Let's talk about the Jets. Why? Because I want to talk about how good Adam Gase is. I mean, he and is his, an offensive mastermind. He's an offensive mastermind. They're they're zero and sixteen, or they're they're going to be zero and sixteen. I think that's my guess. They're they're trying. At this point, I feel like they're trying to lose games. I, I think they gave their shot last week against the Raiders, and now they're done. Yeah, and they're going to go for Trevor Lawrence. And I, I just want to say this: Did you? Sam Darnold wants to be a Jet for life. Well, that's what he's supposed to say, right? I mean, fuck that. I would be like, you know what, guys? I went out. Yeah, I'm good. Send, send me to Jacksonville. I, I'm good. Like, literally send me anywhere. At, you know, like, give me a chance to play quarterback on a team that doesn't sneak. Now, the tough part about it is there's a lot of good quarterbacks in the league right now, and there's not a whole lot of places where you can go. But you if you're Sam Darnold, like – You should go to Tampa, sit behind Brady for a year, learn that, and then uh, come out and become a Hall of Famer. I mean, Chicago – Tampa. Oh. I mean, just Jacksonville. I mean, I mean, Chicago's not a bad team. We can talk about them, and they're not a bad team. But like, if I'm Sam Darnold, like, yeah, you're supposed to say the right thing, and like, I'm sure, like, he's coming up on his at the end of his rookie deal, and I'm sure he wants to get paid. But he knows he's not going to be around if they get Trevor Lawrence. It's over. If they, I mean, I'm I'm guessing there's going to be a new regime in there anyway. Yeah. I mean, I I would love for them to hold on to Adam Gase, <laughs> but it. it can't happen. You can't keep that guy around after going up. If you go on 16, even if you go one and 15, two and 14, can't keep this guy around. Can, can, can Belichick turn Darnold into a good quarterback? Not that he's I a mean, bad, we don't even know if he's a bad quarterback. Cause I don't, that's the thing. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. He's been on an awful team. And I joke about it a lot. Adam Gase is not good. Adam Gase has literally thrown this kid's career in the trash. And yes, people could say like, well, he could just play good quarterback. You can't play good quarterback if your offensive line sucks, your running back is 75 years old, and your receivers can't stay healthy, and your coach is an idiot. Like, you can't. Who's calling the plays? All year we've talked about it. Yeah. All year. Can't, nobody knows who's calling the plays on that team. And, and, and you, you can't put it on Darnold. You can't put it on Flacco. No. The team's a mess. Yeah. And, like, I just – if I was Darnold, I'd be like, look, guys, the right thing for me to do is to say I want to be here, but you know what? I think it's time for me to go. Y'all can draft in the quarterback next year. I'm out of here. Yeah, no, there, I think there's enough teams where he could go to to at least fight for the starting job and compete. And and I think right, he's going to have to come and he's going to have to earn it. But like, I mean, I'd take a shot on him if I didn't have a quarterback. I'd take a shot on him because he's going to be hungry. Right. He doesn't want to be the, remembered as the guy that like bombed out in 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 New York. Right. You know. What you got? So, 469 yards. Mm -hmm. That's how many more yards Derrick Henry needs to hit the 2,000-yard mark. In three games. In three games. It's 156 yards per game. Ain't happening. This? Really? Ain't happening. Detroit, mm -hmm. Green Bay, Houston. Ain't happening. Like, bottom third of the league in running. I mean, I I personally think that he's going to do it by the end of the Green Bay game. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. You need him in the playoffs. You cannot. You cannot burn him out. You can't. That is him out. fifteen to twenty carries each of those games. He's not getting out. 
He, he ain't I, averaging 10 yards a carry. What's wrong with you? It ain't happening. Yes, he is, because he's going to break a, a 60 to 70 yarder in each one of those games. I'm sorry. I mean, I, the, the crazy thing is they need to win, right? Yep. They, they need to keep winning. Indianapolis is right there. But I just don't – I don't see I, – I mean – Indianapolis's schedule is much tougher than um, Tennessee's. Tennessee's worst game is Green Bay, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, um, it's uh, the day after th- uh, Christmas – that the mm-hmm. 26th and then you know the houston game it's in in division so like we just talked about green bay detroit probably close because it's divisional yeah. and houston could ruin the, the the division for them so right it's you never know but i i'm i think that 469 yards 156 yard average is not a lot for him and i i, I think he's gonna do it ain't happening ain't happening I, and while we're on the topic I need to, I need to, I need to apologize to the Indianapolis Colts. So I, I was thinking this today, but go ahead. I, I kind of put them on blast early in the season saying they hadn't beat anybody good and they hadn't, they lost the Jags on opening day. Mm-hmm. And that's going to end up costing and they were, division. And they, and they had a big time schedule coming up. And I said, this is it. They're going to just fall away. Yeah. And they showed up. And by the way, I hate you for that because when you said that, I think within the next two weeks, they beat the Packers. So that's your fault. (laughs) No, but you know what? Like that's one, like I didn't think that this, again, Phillip Rivers was in, in San Diego now LA forever with what is a good team this last year, last couple of years and couldn't get over the hump. And, And he goes to Indianapolis and for a team that I, I, again, I, they're going to go over their wins. And we were both like, there is absolute, or at least I was, there is no way they're hitting nine wins. Right. No way. And they're at nine and four right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the, I can't, the, I can't wrap my head around that. Who, who knew that? And they, and they lost their starting running back in like what week two. Marlon Mack. And their schedule is legit. Like and their schedule is no, no, no joke. This, this is a legit team. T Y Hilton and Philip Rivers starting to show up. They're, yeah, they're starting to connect, and you know, you know, you figured it would eventually happen, and now they look good. The last three games, he had 17 yeah. targets in the last two games, so he had two touchdowns last game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's starting to show up. Shout out to Frank Wright, head coach, my man, Buffalo Bills. Um, I got one more for you, D, and I'm yeah. gonna get like in the numbers for you. This is my Cardinals versus Giants versus Seahawks. A tale of two weeks. Oh. Last week, yep. the Seahawks and Giants play. I call straight blowout. Yep, I was with you. Giants, gi- Giants, Giants beat the, the Seahawks. 17-12, makes no sense. Now they play the Cardinals, and the Cardinals stomp out the Giants. Yep. And, and, and meanwhile, last week, the Jets almost beat the Raiders, and then they get stomped out by the Seahawks. Like, the parody in this league is bananas. But the Giants don't make any sense. Last week with Colt McCoy, McCoy. Yep. they beat they beat they beat the Seahawks. Then then big man Daniel Jones comes back and they lose to the Cardinals. P.S. I think it was on Twitter last night. Somebody was like, I'm I'm ready to admit it. The Giants should have drafted Josh Allen. Too bad, so sad. The yeah. only real New York team has Josh Allen. Yeah. And that Daniel Jones, huh? He has 
he's had a lot of turnovers, and that's putting it lightly. You, <laughs> you need to give these quarterbacks time, man. Like Josh Allen is in year three. Yeah, they talked about it a ton last night, and I and I and I'm full tilt like Josh Allen fanboy. But I've sat here and said a million times, he's trying to play hero ball. He's just throwing it up. He needs to learn restraint. He needs to learn to throw it away. He's finally learned that. This is year three, yeah. right? He had to get beat up by a bunch of teams, make a lot of bad plays, learn a lot of lessons. And now in year three, he's balling. No, I Daniel Jones. Balling. And he's a oh, leader. I mean, no, I was right. say, he's a leader right now. I mean, he, he, uh, he called out Juju for dancing on the logo before the game and you know yeah. that was part of his speech i think it's great to see someone that's a leader like daniel jones doesn't seem like he's he, he seems like the eli manning type like i'll just play but there's yeah it's i mean it's all it's also again and i was talking to, again i was talking to somebody about the bills today and it all starts with with sean mcdermott it, it starts with the coach right the bills needed a, a, a new culture they needed leadership they needed a guy to come in and establish something he did that and then they brought the players along and they got they got they got it right with the quarterback. But if you had asked somebody a year, year and a half ago, they would have said that the Bills missed. Right. Because in in the NFL, it's a what have you done for me lately league. Yep. And because he was on a team that wasn't winning a lot of games at the beginning, then they started winning games and he wasn't playing well. People were like, Well, they got to get rid of him. And they were like, No, no, we drafted this guy in the first round. We're not just gonna give up. You can't just give up on him. You right. gotta Build something around him. And that's what the, the Giants are going to have to do. Again, Daniel Jones has had two coaches in two years. And the, the no Saquon. Saquon Barkley's been injured both years. Yep. And that receiving court ain't that good. It is not the best, no. And so now they got a defense. Now I will say this, Daniel Jones with a healthy Barkley next year with some investment in the wide receiver tight end game, with that defense, they should win some games. Yeah. And by the way, they still might win the division. Who knows? Yeah, it, I mean, that whole division's up in the air. So I was thinking, so I, I follow on Twitter, I, I follow Bill's Twitter and Packers Twitter. And it, it's funny to sit back and think, like, how spoiled I am as a Packers mm-hmm. fan. Mm-hmm. And to w- look at the difference in Twitter, like, what's being said. Like, if one bad play happens for from the Packers, it's like, fire petting, fire this. We got to do this. Why are we like everyone sucks? We need to, we need a whole new team. Bills are like, Bills Twitter is Josh Allen. He's gonna be awesome. And oh, he had a bad game. It doesn't matter because he is still a great quarterback. Like the optimism from the Bills yeah. compared to the pessimism for the Packers on the Twitter is so crazy to just well because the expectations are so high and right. like the Bills are just starting to be a good team, right? Playoffs two out of the last three years. Playoffs again this year, hopefully, obviously, but like they are just starting to win. And so like people are excited, but they also, it's also helpful to have a a young QB. Again, the other part of it is you guys just went through a coaching change, right? And so anytime you kind of end an era and start a new era, I mean, there, you, you were fussing about, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was fussing about everything last year and he had to just get on board with the new stuff. And, and again, Packer, to your point, Packers fans are spoiled, but that's because they're always a good team. That's not a bad thing. It's so not crazy. a bad thing that expectations are that high. But, I mean, the offense, it's two different offenses from last year to this year. With It was all running. Let's run the ball 30, yeah. 35 times a game. Now it's let's pass it. But, you know, it's crazy. I was looking at the at the stats, and they had 
they had 26 runs yesterday, 27 runs, something like that. So, like, it's there. It's just Rodgers making plays this year, and they're not scoring the rushing touchdowns. They're, they're, they're passing touchdowns, so it looks better. And, that, and that's what I was going to say. Like, that's kind of what I think the Bills are doing right now is, like, they're going to run the ball. And there's times where I'm like, come on, guys, we got to run the ball a little bit. But, again, if the offense – if what the defense is giving you is, is short passes, then you take the short passes. Right, right. Right? You just, you just have to. And then you mix in the runs when you can mix in the runs. Yep. You got anything else for me? No, I think I'm well, I think we're good. All right, let's move to last call. We're doing a joint last call tonight presented by Progression Brewery. The Cleveland baseball team. That's what I'm going to call them from now on. Yep. I know you told me earlier they're keeping the name for 2021. They're going to be the Cleveland Indians for one more season. Why I don't know. I'm sure it's just a it's a marketing plus merchandise thing. They've already printed a bunch of Indians names on shirts and they can't afford to lose in it. Plus we know that people are going to want to get those shirts because they'll never be around again. Right. No, they'll always be around. Obviously a good move. Right. What are they waiting for? Like why, why didn't this happen last year, the year before? Like, what are we, what are we talking about? Yeah, it, it's weird. I mean, we talked about it at the beginning of the baseball season when we were reviewing it and, you know, Obviously, we had some downtime with coronavirus to talk about things like this. And um, I don't know why they're waiting. I think you're right. It's the money. Um, why it didn't happen last year. I mean, we'll, I mean, at what point will the Braves have to really start thinking mm-hmm. about this? I know they're, they got rid of the Tomahawk chop. I think Cleveland is making, a, you know, saying, you know what, let's stop, stop fighting it. Let's go do this. Right. And it's the right call. I mean, it doesn't sound racist but it's you know it even if in in good faith just let's do it we don't need to have something you know the um no we all know the story like europeans came over here and slaughtered indians like let's not let's not i I don't know it's it's something we need to get away from and find a way to celebrate native americans and indians in the country rather than just it's our baseball team yeah, and I'll say this, like, coming on, I was thinking about this. I'm not going to be negative about it. I'm happy that they are changing it. They should be changing it this year. There's, If it's a money thing, I can say that I get it, but you know what? Like, some things are bigger than that. This should have been done a while ago. Their, their whatever mascot, the, the, the actual mascot, the Indian that was on their jerseys and on their hats, oh, like, just bottles. way outdated, way just – you know, I'm glad we're just kind of moving on from that. And to your point about the Braves, yeah, some of these teams' names are going to going to have to just change. And again, there's going to be people out there that are, oh, what's the big deal? Snowflakes, you're soft, whatever. Stop it, people. It's just a name. We can change it if it's offensive to people. It's simple, right? Like it's a really easy thing to do. Yep. That's it. Nothing more. Get over yourself. Oh, snowflakes. That's fun. That's a fun word after what we've There were some snowflakes before. outside today, you know? Uh, I was thinking, you know, since the the election results happened, I've seen a bunch of snowflakes, but. All right. Shots fired. Best shots fired. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next time. Be good. We'll see y'all. Peace.